Let's see who they're going to try to break free. It's Bogdanovich corner, wide open, up. Boyan Bogdanovich making a highly contested three-point shot to win the game. Nothing like the thrill of hearing your favorite team make a buzzer beater. The Utah Jazz have been providing that thrill in Salt Lake City since 1979 when Larry H. Miller bought the team and moved them from New Orleans. Now the team is more recently known for their longevity of making it to the playoffs for the past six consecutive seasons. Now the longest active streak in the Western Conference. Though the Jazz have had this success, the result is not an NBA championship and leaves fans in limbo on whether the Jazz are championship caliber or first-round busts. Scott Mitchell, one of the hosts of The Zone's Unrivaled, made it clear that even the media is unaware and optimistic of the Jazz. Like, this could be a team that may surprise everyone and go a long way, or this could be a team that just says, you know, we stink. We're out of it. Mitchell goes on to say how the team in years past managed to get lucky with injuries to opposing teams and were not able to take advantage of these injuries. For the Utah Jazz, when the team is healthy, they have continuously been considered a title contender. With a nearly healthy team, with Trent Forrest and Yudoka Azabuki currently on the injured list, gameplay comes down to coaching. Alex Curie, another host of the Zone's Unrivaled podcast, says that open coaching positions may be an outside distraction. Uh, there are two things. The timing's no good. And if you're a coach, the last thing you want to do is add that to the the pile of things that people see as distractions for your team right now, which is the Jazz yeah, have a mountain of them. Uh, so Quinn's smart in the sense to be like, we're not talking about that. Now, also, these guys are looking out for themselves. These guys, they are cutthroat and they are like they're pushing for the best thing possible for them. With Quinn Snyder mentioned in the coaching carousel, Jazz fans want to capitalize on this season with a championship, knowing this may be the final year with this core group of players and coaches. I don't think we're in a good place for the last six minutes, and it's not a good feeling in the locker room right now because guys want to win. But, you know, along with that is we should understand that when we do play a certain way and we continue to play that way, you know, whether it's in transition, after a made basket, whatever, if they're trapping us, if they're switching, the theme has to be, you know, that we play together and move the ball. And you might not move it as much late, but you still need to move it. Given their recent play, Snyder consistently says that the Jazz need to refocus or a variation of that when the team loses. Calvin Howard, admin of the Jazz Nation group chat on Facebook, knows how predictable the Jazz can be and wants to see that change. When you're watching the Jazz sometimes when you know they're not going to have a good game, you feel like it's, you know, Donovan and Jordan, they're getting their shots set or whatever or whatnot. And then Bogey comes in and he's like, I'm sick and tired of this 6-7 possession. I haven't touched the ball. I'm going to get mine. Coming from a fan's perspective, being able to see these trends from home can become frustrating if no adjustments are made. Howard wants Utah to pass more, and surely many fans do as well. But they just gotta move the ball, whether it's Rudy or anybody else that's in the rotation or in the lineup at that time. I don't think that it needs to be something where, you know, don't force it, make it natural. Making it natural might be a little harder than it sounds with the Jazz. Amongst 30 teams, Utah is ranked 27th in the league with 22.4 assists per game. Along with that, having three of their five starters being statistically negative defenders. Because we have Bogey, a, a negative defender. We have Jordan Clarkson, a negative defender. Donovan, a negative defender. The only positive defenders that we have in that starting lineup is Mike, Royce, and Rudy. 
With the Dallas Mavericks in sight for the first round of the NBA playoffs, Jazz fans have to stay realistic, yet hopeful for their team to move on to the next round. With the Jazz winning 23 of their final 47 games, it's hard not to doubt the heart of this team. See, I think you could make an argument for them being a first round exit, late fourth quarter losses, not really playing well against good teams. There seems to be this discord amongst the team. Maybe they're not as good on the perimeter. They don't play very good defense. You know, so you could argue, well, yeah, with all that, definitely. But then on the other side, you've seen, you know, this is the, the top offense in the NBA. You, this is a team that had the best record a year ago, pretty much the same team. They may be even better. Uh, you know, you could argue Jordan Clarkson's playing better. Mike Connolly's playing be better. Uh, Donovan, Rudy, all of them. Their games have evolved. They said, look, we want to just get to the playoffs healthy. We don't care about where we're seated. So, yeah, I don't know that you can really look at the regular season, either the good, that they're healthy, that they're a more dynamic team than they were a year ago, or bad, that they kept losing these late leads and all these things happened. So I don't think anyone knows. You know, the, I think of, of all the teams in the playoffs, like I think the Jazz are the, are the biggest mystery. Now, going into the postseason, all fans can do is hope and pray that the Jazz can battle through the Mavericks to move on. It won't be an easy task, but one that can be accomplished if all the pieces fit into place. From Salt Lake City, Alma Bean reporting.